And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Gordy Zambrano, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network South and Central Texas listening area. You can hear this program every Monday at noon right here on your local GRN station, online at grnonline.com or on the free Guadalupe Radio Network app. We're also streaming this program live on Facebook. If you're part of our GRN South and Central Texas Facebook group, be sure to join us there. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We're grateful you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. On this program, we try to bring you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Archdiocese of uh, the Diocese of Austin. On today's program, we'll be talking with Kristen Rumfield, Director of Youth Ministries and Religious Education. Kristen is from St. Jerome Catholic Church, and she is going to talk to us. We got a lot to unpack, but when she talks to us, it's going to be about Harvest of Hope, the celebration, their sixth annual. Looking forward to that. The second part of our show will include Patrick Von Dolan from the San Antonio Family Association. I'm really looking forward to our discussions and thankful, thankful to our guests for coming onto the show. I also want to thank Sean Rice, who is our new director of mission development, who has uh, been promoted up and he's going to be managing our five new GRN stations. So, uh, really good luck to, to him. I know he's going to do very well. So before we begin those conversations, let's get today's program started the way we should and the way we should do all things. And that's in prayer. And remember, as we pray, ask the Lord to make his will known to you and for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So we start in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help, and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us, our families, and our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord Amen. St. Joseph, head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Mary, Mother of Hope, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I want to take a moment to recap last weekend and this past weekend uh, before we move over, uh, uh, move forward. Uh, this past weekend was awesome. We, uh, the GRN family had a table over at the uh, the celebration of Acts 36 birthday. And I, I got to, uh, hands, hands down, Deb Alanise, the executive director and her staff did an outstanding job. We had such a great time. Deacon Ernesto gave us a great talk and blessing. Uh, deacons from St. Joseph Honey Creek. And uh, I'll tell you what, the celebration was so good. Uh, I just about lost my voice, but, uh, thank goodness I'm, um, uh, my voice is back a little bit, but, uh, also want to recap. Going on this weekend, July 28th and 29th, 
Pilgrim Center of Hope Catholic Women's Conference over at the St. George Maronite Catholic Church in the Phoenician Ballroom. You want to go into www.pilgrimcenterofhope.org to register. I encourage all women to go to this conference. They got a great lineup of speakers, and I know it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Uh, guys, if you can encourage, uh, your lady to go, I would, uh, I would suggest you do that. We're going to ha- also have a Guadalupe Radio Network table there. We're going to be giving away, uh, prayer cards as well as, uh, bumper stickers and really just going out there to meet everybody, creating awareness for GRN. Uh, the other event I want to make you aware of is the Fullness of Truth Conference. That's August 18th through the 20th at the beautiful Hyatt Hill Country Resort. They also have a great lineup of speakers that you are going to love. Go to www.fullnessoftruth.org to register. We are also going to have a table there, and we're also doing a live remote, so I'm looking forward to that event. I know Sean and I will be out there. Richard will be out there, so we really encourage everybody to be out there. Now, as you know, this is my first show, and Kristen Rumfield is my first guest, and so you are going to be remembered, Kristen, forever, because I am never going to forget this uh, first hour that I've been on the air solo. Again, I want to thank Sean for you know all the... Uh, all the training that he has given me, and I'm so grateful and blessed by God, by the grace of God that I am here. So, Kristen, let's talk about, we got a lot to unpack, like I said, but let's start off talking about the Harvest of Hope celebration after you introduce yourself to the listeners. All right, well, my name is Kristen Rumfeld, and I'm from St. Jerome Catholic Church. We are a, um, a rural community just outside of San Antonio in China Grove, Texas, and um, we are a family of families. We um what makes us special is just the fact that um, everybody feels welcome. It doesn't matter who you are, and right. um, you're always welcome to join us. And so um, my role is pretty much everything youth. That's the hat I wear. Um, right. I am the director of religious ed, um, but I'm also the director of all uh, youth ministries. And so um, th- this is our sixth year having our Harvest of Hope um celebration or event and um, this is our fundraising opportunity to um, provide uh, financial support for all of our youth ministries um, from the little bitties to the um, the young adults so that is awesome now we were talking before the show aired you're gonna have the teens out there serving everybody is that right yes sir so it is um, a night of dinner dance and drinks and and it'll be a steak dinner by um, double tea barbecue and um, it's with um, green chili mac um, and wow. green beans, yum. And the, the teens um, create um, a great relationship with our sponsors um, by serving them. And, and they get that one-on-one interaction, which makes it a really neat event. That is awesome. Now, you mentioned uh, the great food. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. likes a great steak. I know yeah. I do. Uh, what about the band that's going to be playing? I know you're going to have food and drinks and, and a great band. Yes. Yeah, so they're um, Small Town Habit, which is a band um, out of Floresville, Texas. And um, they came last year and our parishioners loved them. And they're back um, because they were requested to be back. So we're oh, excited awesome. to have them back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be fun. I'm sure they're going to sound great out yes. there. So we mentioned the food we mentioned the band you're going to have drinks now what is the cost to attend i know you've got and i was looking at gina uh posted on facebook she posted the flyer out there and it looks as though you've got tables that are available yes. and tickets so there's a couple different ways that you can su- 
support our event. Um, one is to be a sponsor table. Um, a sponsor table is eight seats for the dinner, dra- dinner, dance, and drinks. Nice. All you can eat. Uh, I mean, all you can drink, not all you can eat, but a nice steak dinner will fill you up. Yeah. Um, that sponsor table comes with a charcuterie tray um, that you get to take with you. It's a wine barrel top um, at the end of the night. Right. And um, you'll be served by our, um, our youth. And um, you'll um, get sponsor recognition throughout the event. So, you know, um, on our Facebook, we have great supporters and we um, use our social media. But um, you could also attend by just buying a, a purchase the ticket to come, which is general admission, sure. $75. At, um, you can purchase it at the door or in advance. And we have that link available um, and will be being posted on our Facebook page as well. That's awesome. Now, we did talk about the youth serving and, and you know, who does all this benefit? Well, um, it, it benefits all of our youth ministries. So I'm going to try to not leave any of them out, but it's from our CYO to our Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, um, our Cub Pack, um, Teen Acts, um, our Faith Formation classes, Sacramental Prep classes, um, Edge Life Teen, which is our middle school and high school um, our altar servers and um, our young adult ministry, which right. our young adults is really just getting kicked up and fired up. And we have an event coming up here in August that we're excited about as well. That's another note. Um, yeah. But um, just anything that is youth related, it also helps um, sponsor um, teens to travel to like Steubenville conferences sure. or um, um, the Youth Spectacular that was held here in San Antonio this past year. Right. Um, so it's just anything um, that is youth related to help our community. We are a very um, blessed and generous community. Um, however, um, some of our parishioners need that little extra help sure. and we want to grow and develop our young church. And so that's what this benefit does. Now, I, I want our listeners to also know where St. Jerome is located. The parish is beautiful. I went online and, uh, you know, Gimba, I guess a little bit of, you know, where in the, in the city of San Antonio are you located? Well, we are actually in the southeast part of San Antonio, um, right outside of San Antonio in China Grove area. So if you look up China Grove and um, there's only one stoplight in right. it, can't really miss us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, just so they know where to go. And the other thing I want to point out is, uh, you know, to purchase the tickets. Where do they go to purchase and maybe to sponsor a table? What kind of direction can you give them there? Okay, so you'll just reach out to um, to myself and you can do that um, by calling our church office, which um, the number is 210-648-2694. Just ask for Kristen and I'll help you get that started as well as we post um links to purchasing the and uh, purchasing the general emission raffle tickets or sponsor right. tables on facebook okay good and you know that gives everybody kind of some direction on you know where to move forward to uh not only to attend the event but maybe sponsor a table for 850 bucks all you can drink that's that's a heck of a deal right there for eight people yes i mean that's uh, if you've got some friends out there that would like to go to a fun event and benefit you know the our youth and be served by the youth i mean this is the event to go go to so it is the harvest of hope uh, i you know i mentioned having to we have a lot to unpack now this you know serves as a benefit for the youth i i get that now you've got some axe retreats that are coming up and one of them is a teens retreat that's coming up as well tell us a little about a little bit about what axe retreats are coming up and some information where listeners can go to if they want to sign up for either an English retreat or a Spanish retreat. Okay, so we have um, four retreats coming up. Our Teen Acts retreat is August 10th 
through the 13th, and that will be um, held at Deer Creek um, Camp in Medina, Texas. Mm-hmm. And then um, next month, the very next month, we have um, men's, which is September 14th through the 17th. We offer a women's retreat in October 12th through the 15th. And the one we're really excited about, because it's an addition to our um Acts community is we have a women's Spanish retreat coming up in December, December 14th through the 17th. And all the information um, to sign up and register for those um, events are on our webpage, which is stjeromesatx.org. SaintJeromeSATX.org and you know Acts Adoration Community Theology and Service as part of the service into that uh, you know I encourage you Kristen to allow us to uh, get a promotional service announcement out there for you so that we can really generate you know some uh, some uh, a lot of people to to attend these retreats now this you mentioned the Spanish retreat that's going to be held in December yes sir Okay, so I mean, if if uh, you're out there and you you've been wanting to attend a Spanish retreat, that is the one that you definitely want to look into. And again, it's over at Saint Jerome Catholic Church. And Kristen, I know that these are going to be some great events. Now, in terms of um, in terms of the youth, and you know, I really want to talk more about the youth because you being the director of youth. Uh, I want to know what kind of programs do you have at St. Jerome that are, you know, youth driven that uh, we can talk about here? Definitely. Um, so our uh, youth ministries are very active. And like I was just thinking of how, how what busy bees they've been over the summer. Um, our uh, scouts just came back from cleaning up the river, the Guadalupe River, this past um, weekend. Right. Um, we're in the middle of CYO registration because that season's getting ready to get started. Um, we're enrolling for faith formation classes, we which are from um, pre-K, three years old, all the way up to um, our high schoolers. And then um, our young adults are really um, kicking off. Um, our young adults ministry kind of fell by the wayside during COVID, and we're really gearing that back up. And August 4th, we have a fun night for young adults just to come together and find like-minded people um, that are journeying through their 18 through 30 years old, uh, oh, wow. you know, that that age, um, because we find that there's, there's a great need um, to support that age group. And so they're having a fun night on the 4th at 6 p.m. at our church. Um, and... We have live teen and edge that'll kick off in August. Oh, nice. You know, right after um, our Harvest of Hope event. Um, but Harvest of Hope also supports anything youth like our Easter brunches, our graduation right. celebrations, um, our children's program, our pumpkin patch. So not only does it support our youth ministries, but all the other youth-related activities that we have at St. Jerome's. Wow, that is awesome. So, you know, one, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, where did the name Harvest of Hope come from? How did y'all come up with that theme, that theme name? Well, Harvest of Hope came from the idea that um, we were trying to um, reap the benefits of investing in our young people, or the young church, uh, because they're what's laying down the foundation for the next generation. And if we don't spend time taking and investing in them and really helping them draw closer to Christ and, and aiding them in their faith journey, then they're, it, it, there's gonna, they're going to encounter so many challenges. And this world um, is not necessarily pretty on the <laughs> outside. True. And um, to be Catholic and to be proud and to um, 
live a very uh, religious um, lifestyle is challenging. So we're trying to support these kiddos in any way possible. Well, I think the work that you're doing out there at uh, St. Jerome, I think it's awesome. And uh, I know Father Chris out there, he's he's a big supporter of uh, everything that you do as well. And absolutely. He, he is so fu- If you don't know Father Chris, he is absolutely funny and his heart really lies with our youth. Tell us a little bit more about Father Chris because I, I, I've, I've heard his name so many times mm-hmm. and I know here at the GRN, uh, he's met Sean and Richard and, uh, you know, I, I really would like to meet him personally. But uh, tell us a little bit about Father Chris. Well, every opportunity he gets to, he hangs out with our kiddos um, and he has such a great sense of humor. Um, his jokes crack me up. So if you don't, if you've never seen that side of uh, Father Chris, you've got to um, really get to know him because he is a hoot. Um, but he is so spiritually um, driven. Um, one of our teens just the other day told me, oh my gosh, Miss Kristen, when you watch him hold up the Eucharist dream mass, he has such a genuine smile on his oh, face. And yeah. that just makes you think that the hand, the hair on your arms stand up because he ha- he's showing our children um, just absolutely what it means to love Christ. Oh, that is so beautiful. Beautiful indeed. And so what I want to touch base on right now is I know the your Acts community is very big at mm-hmm. St. Jerome. Um, and so these upcoming retreats um you know as far as the directors and the co-directors um you know i want to make sure that you know we have contact information for them as well for anybody who is interested in uh in the acts retreat uh could you share us share a little bit about you know the directors for these retreats whether it's teens men's or women's um well our teens are um Emma Troggett is our um, director this around. And so um, the way a teen retreat works, if you don't know much about it, is there are two teens that um, lead. And so we have a director and a co-director. So Emma's our director and Mm -hmm. Raul is our co-director. And um, then they have two facilitators, so two adults, um, a facilitator and a co-facilitator that support them along the 13 weeks of preparation for a teen retreat. Um, And then the same setup is, is similar in our adults. And so you have um, a, a man or a woman, depending on which retreat sure. it is, that is the director. And then they have a support system of the co-directors that help them. Um, and they, too, plan for 13 to 16 weeks as well. It's that planning process that, you know, really brings everything home. And, you know, if you've ever been to an axe retreat as a retreatant or on team, you see all the work that it entails in those 13 weeks leading up to it. I mean, when you're on retreat at that weekend, there's not an hour that goes by that isn't spoken for. Right. And it's so, playing down to the, every little detail. Absolutely. Exactly. And so, you know, with the food now, with the teens, I'm sure the parents get involved and there's a lot of food that's served during retreat. So from a parent perspective, um, is there a maybe a cooking team or how do how do y'all work the food over at the retreat? Well, this um, this year we are actually traveling to a new retreat center. So we've always had um, a generous group of um, team members go with us that would cook for us. But um, Deer Creek um, Retreat Center actually provides the meals. So this time um, we're relying on them and um, we're in the process of working on the menu right now, which I'm really excited about uh, because, you know, those teen boys boys are always hungry <laughs> they eat a lot yes they do <laughs> <laughs> now are you Kristen, on any of these teams 
Um, yes, right now I'm serving on the teen um, retreat, and I was called for the women's, but however, um, I want every yes to be powerful, so I declined this time to serve on the women's um, team, but I have served um, multiple times, and as well as being a co-director on women's. Uh, so now, how do you, how does, uh, how does your parish go about, you know, getting the word out besides what we can do here at Guadalupe Radio Network? Because mm-hmm. that's basically what we do. We support parishes. And I want to throw this out to our listeners is if you have an event that's coming up and you want to get the word, at, word out, you want to create awareness, Call me, text me, email me, because this is exactly what we're here for. Having Kristen in-house talking about everything St. Jerome is what we could do for your parish. And I really encourage those out there that are going to be heading up a retreat, that are going to be, uh, maybe it's a plate sale with the Knights of Columbus, uh, and you need to get the word out, or it's a any parish ministry or a festival, let us know, because here at the Guadalupe Radio Network, We love having guests in the studios. And like Kristen came in, you can come talk about the event and we can absolutely do a a PSA for you to make sure that we create awareness. It's what we do. So, but Kristen, I wanted to touch base on, you know, religious education as well, because I know that's in your wheel of uh, of things that you Mm -hmm. do as well. Tell us a little about the RE over at St. Jerome. Well, um, our religious education program is we start with um, pre-K and um, we work, we have our sacramental prep. Our first communion class is a two-year class. They have to be pre-enrolled in first grade and then they make their sacrament in second grade. Um, However, we don't turn anybody away. So if they're not um, second grade age level, we will work them in and we get them in in our system. And um, that goes through the fifth grade. And then we jump into our EDGE program, which is our sixth through eighth grade. I um, mean, that's our middle school program and they meet right. on Wednesday nights. And um, then we also offer confirmation, which is incoming freshmen and sophomores um, to receive confirmation it's, again to your program. And um, for our high schoolers, we also support them with our life teen um, program. And so um, we are busy bees around there. And Y'all are we very busy. Yes. We constantly, um, it, you, th- you think that the church is, um, quiet and there's not anybody <laughs> moving around and then five six o'clock in the evening happens and it is buzzing because there is always people um around there you know it's good to hear that that at saint jerome y'all are just you know busy bees over there working around the clock and so you know with that said i mean there is so much going on you you also talked about cyo you have a catholic youth organization that you also uh you know um you want to promote and, and not promote, but build awareness about it. Right. As well. Currently, we're registering for um, flag football, soccer, and volleyball. Um, so our registration just opened this weekend. So we're looking forward to um, um, having everybody register and get our teams established because practices, before we know it, will be starting. Um, and so that that creates a whole nother level of busyness. Um, but you know, you were talking about PSA announcements. I wanted to um, give a shout out to our. Um, um, our adoration team, and um, we do nights of reflections every first Wednesday oh, nice. of the month, and um, 
August first Wednesday of the month is going to be um, a completely in Spanish um, night of reflection, which is new and something um, that we've, we're just offering um, for the first time this month. So we've done bilingual. We've done, you know, sometimes the music's in Spanish, sometimes um, the reflection would be, but this one's going to be completely in Spanish. So Gina, um, our faithful uh, yep. uh, parishioner, <laughs> yes, yeah, she's always promoting us. That was something she was like, Christy, can you mention this? Um, because she yeah, she kind of leads up our adoration team. With oh, that. I love adoration. And, you know, Gina's on my Facebook as well. Yes. With, she's part of the GRN South and Central Texas. If you're not part of our Facebook group, join us. Go into GRN South and Central Texas. And uh, you can see all these posts that, you know, we're talking about. Uh, you can also, you know, Facebook Live and see us talking on the uh, on the air. But, uh, yeah, that is beautiful. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned adoration because that is uh, that is a huge part of, you know, the Axe Retreat. It's the A and X, adoration. So I think that's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event for you for you guys and I, I i pray that it goes very well well thank you now i do want to we're we're coming up on a break here soon but i want to just end this conversation with harvest of hope and making sure people know where to go our listeners know where to go to uh to register to buy their tickets and uh if you can just uh give us a little bit of information where they can log in and and, and check you guys out Absolutely. It's going to be on our Facebook page as well as our website, stjeromesatx.org. Or um, if they just want to call and talk to somebody in the office, they can um, definitely reach out to our phone number, um, 210-648-2649, and just ask for Kristen, and we'd be glad to um, guide you and direct you to getting those sponsorships taken care of or just tickets to the event. We are offering a $100 raffle. So like, let's say you couldn't uh, attend the event. Yeah. Um, that's another way. It's cash prizes that we're giving away. So maybe you just um, have that uh, lucky number that you would like to, um, you know, purchase that ticket. Yeah. We get you set up and hopefully you'll be the, the winner. So the raffle tickets, you're going to be selling those, I take it, every Sunday? Yes, every Sunday. Well, they're actually um, for sale at all times. If you go to our Facebook page, um, we have a link where you could just purchase them online. It's very easy. And then the moment you purchase it, um, I will uh, send a picture to you showing you the stub filled out so that you can verify that you received um, your raffle ticket and it's in the in the basket to be drawn. And what are the uh, raffle items? Uh, it's all cash prizes. The top oh, one cash. is five thousand dollars. Whoa! And we only sell three hundred tickets, so that's the the good thing is you have a good chance of it. And we give away nineteen prizes. Wow! So five thousand is the top prize. I know a lot of people could use five thousand uh, dollars. Definitely, who couldn't? I mean, that is a nice uh, top prize that that uh, you're offering. So, if you want to buy raffle tickets, yeah, there's a there. You can go online mm -hmm. and uh, buy your raffle tickets, and I know Kristen will make sure that you're well taken care of. So, well, like I said at the top of the hour, Kristen, I'm so glad that you came in because we did unpack a lot for Saint Jerome, and I know that we are going to uh, you know move forward with some PSA work that we're going to do for you. But the, the, like I like I mentioned earlier, it's about building awareness. It's about you know letting us know what's going on in your parish, or there might be an event that's coming up that you want to talk about, and uh, that's what the Guadalupe Radio Network is here for. We support our parishes. We support. There's like a hundred and seventy plus parishes out there that we support. 
and there's only one of me. So <laughs> that's why as we're talking, you know, it's uh, it's imperative that I get the word out that yeah, I'm the new general manager. And yes, I do want to be so busy that uh, it's going to be hard to keep up, but I will keep up through the grace of God. And I know that uh, things will work out. So, but Kristen, thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciated our conversation. And I know that uh, your events are going to uh, to be great. And just want to see if there's anything else you want to you want to talk about before we wrap things up. Nope, just that we don't forget our youth. That's what we're. Um, it's all about harvesting for um, this next generation of our young church. And you know what? Like I said, or you said, the youth are going to be serving. Yes. They're there to serve, just like on an axe retreat. Anyway, Kristen, that music means that we got to go to break. Thank you so much for coming in. And our listeners out there, hang tight. We'll be right back. Do you believe in miracles? Fullness of Truth invites you to explore the miraculous at their 17th Annual Catholic Family Summer Conference in San Antonio, August 18th through the 20th. This year's theme is Miracles Do Happen, Grasping Catholicism's Supernatural Treasure. Hear dynamic presentations by Bishop Gary Yannick, Dr. Edward Suri, Adam Bly, Sister Miriam James, and other special guests. Don't miss out on this opportunity to learn more about your Catholic faith. For details, go to fullnessoftruth.org. This is a Messy Family Minute from Mike and Alicia Hernan. We get questions all the time about when a parent should allow a child to experience certain freedoms, such as having a smartphone, going to parties, or dating. The answer is not clear-cut, because all children mature differently. How is a parent to know what to do? The analogy we use a lot is teaching a child to swim. When kids are young and aren't familiar with the water, you keep them close. As they learn, you let them go out a bit farther. The ultimate goal is that you are standing on the shore watching them swim alone. When kids are young, it's our job to protect their innocence. But as they grow, we need to help build Christian maturity. Through this process of forming them in virtue, parents learn when to give the children a chance to try and sometimes to fail. We think it's wise for parents to teach children how to handle certain freedoms when they're under your roof. Then you can be there as a trusted guide to help them navigate the turbulent and occasionally confusing waters of young adulthood. For more resources in our podcast, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Hi, I'm Adam Bly. And I'm Debbie Giorgiani from The Spirit World. This Saturday, we will be discussing how these seemingly harmless games people play can actually be leading them into the occult. Very important information will be shared, so please tune in. Or better yet, call us this Saturday at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern. On the Guadalupe Radio Network and other EWTN radio affiliates. And we are back. I'm Gordy Zambrano, General Manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas. And I just want to recap uh, what a great, great interview with Kristen Rumfield from St. Jerome Catholic Church. I encourage everyone out there to look into and go into their site so that you can buy your tickets the raffle the top prize is five thousand dollars i know everybody could use a uh, uh, five thousand here there but the, uh, you've got a great chance to win there we just unpacked a lot of information for saint jerome 
their men's axe retreat that's coming up in September, their teens axe retreat that's coming up next month in August. And I know that uh, the Harvest of Hope sixth annual, you know, youth fundraiser is going to be a uh, a very big success. And we we mentioned about the youth, you know, uh, basically filling in and uh, uh uh, organized, helping to organize and serve food and whatnot. So it's going to be a great event and I encourage everyone to go into their site. Uh, I want to also recap what's uh, going on this weekend because it's really important that we communicate that Pilgrim Center of Hope has their Catholic Women's Conference coming up this Friday and Saturday. That's July 28th and 29th. We're going to be out there. The Guadalupe Radio Network is going to be out there. We're going to be promoting our uh, our building awareness of uh, the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're going to be in the Phoenician Ballroom. So you need to go to www.pilgrimcenterofhope.org to register for that. I also want to bring up the Fullness of Truth Conference. Uh, we just had them in studio. Uh, we had a great interview, and that is August 18th. Through the 20th at the Hyatt Hill Country Resort, I mentioned what a great lineup of speakers that they're going to have. And this Fullness of Truth Conference, just to let you know, is the biggest that they have. Um, and, you know, with that said, it's here in San Antonio. You don't have to travel. Book your room. Go into their site. I, I went in there to check it out. And they've got some some rooms available. They've got some overflow hotels if needed. But I think all in all, it is going to be a great conference that you are not going to want to miss out on. And if you go into fullnessoftruth.com.org, you will see that they have a lineup of speakers that is just phenomenal. And you're not going to want to miss that. So so I encourage everybody to go in there and and check them out. So uh, our next guest that's going to be coming into the studio, uh, we're going to talk to Patrick Von Dolan. And uh, Patrick is with the San Antonio Family Association. I know he's looking forward to, you know, telling us about what is going on with SAFA, S-A-F-A, if you want to go into their website, uh, SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. And Patrick, I don't know if you're ready to talk about this, but, but we are, and uh, he's here in studio. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't hear you, but turn your mic on there, and uh, I'll be able to hear you. So, How about that? Yes, sir. Well, Patrick, thank you for coming in. I am so happy to have uh, San Antonio Family Association in and have you come in and talk about not only SAFA, but you've got a big dove hunt that's coming up. Boy, do we ever. It's, we're a little premature, but tell us a little about, I want to know about SAFA and I want to know about the uh, dove hunt that you have coming up as well, because there's a lot of information that we need to discuss. And I know you're the right man to do it. So uh, with that said, you've got the mic. Well, thank you very much. And how, hey, welcome to 89.7 FM, Guadalupe Radio Network. Thank you. And uh, how awesome it is to have, I mean, I was always tired of Sean after he'd been in here, you know, and working <laughs> with him only a couple of years. So it, it, I was so glad to, to see somebody who actually be excited and uh, to, to see someone new. And, and uh, so thank you for your time today. And, and uh, Sean, we'll see you on the dove field. Yeah, yeah, you know, Sean and I have been talking about the dove hunt that's coming up in September. Of course, dove season opening is uh, September 1st, right? But your event is on, uh, I believe, September 4th. Well, we'll we have two events, so thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, bring those we, up. Yeah. We have a, 
uh, first opening day dove hunt, and we do that in Hondo. And uh, thanks to the generosity of the Ultas family, and just north of Hondo, we have that. It'll be uh, an early morning hunt. So come out early and hunt with us. And it's very casual from that standpoint. We'll have some breakfast afterwards, have mass. It's always everything we do oh, is nice. celebrated around mass. And, and so we'll have mass before it gets too hot, before the priest, because the priest, it's, it's, it, you know how hot it is today. It's still that oh, hot then. Yeah. And the priests are in their vestments outside, and they're just drenched. And so what a great wow. act of charity, a sacrifice on their part to, uh, to celebrate mass for us. Then after that, we'll have lunch and go back out in the field, but it's very casual. Last year, we had the distinct pleasure of having uh, numerous priests and seminarians come out and join us in hunting. Nice. That's one of the major focuses of it. And Father Godfrey, who's from Africa, got him to, to taught him and spent all day with him teaching him how to, how to hunt, how to shoot. And right towards the end, he got his first bird. And uh, it was <laughs> a great, right. we, it was in front of everybody. We got, got some great pictures just to see this big smile on his face. And, and uh, so being from, from Africa, he's dark skinned. And uh, when his, te- his te- white teeth just lit up and uh, it was awesome getting, getting him to do it. And uh, so, um, but it was just, we get a, that great feeling of, of bringing new people on to, to hunt with us, especially priests and seminarians where they get to do it. But I always like to do, if you, if you bear with me, I would like to lead us in a prayer. Sure. One of our patrons is uh, Father Anthony Marhill, who's a patron apostle of Texas, right. as proclaimed by uh, Pope Gregory the Sixteenth in 1836. And how beautiful that is that Amen. the Pope, the wisdom of the Church, and the Pope know what's going on in the world. That we're in, right. we're not of the world, but we're in the world. And in 1836, the year of Texas independence, uh, the Pope right. declares that. The a priest of Texas, the apostle and patron of Texas in the year of independence. So it was Father Anthony Marhill, and who had come from Spain and went to uh, Franciscan priests, went to uh, Zacatecas, Guadalajara, and came up through Mexico, establishing missions along the way into te- Texas. And his most famous mission here in Texas is Mission San Jose, the queen of all the missions, and then went up to East Texas and Louisiana as well. But while he's here, he established two, two missions. And, and so he's been named the Apostle and Patron of Texas. He's the predecessor of St. Une Pedacera out in California. Huh. And uh, so he was known, Father, Father Marhill was known for walking in a barefoot when his Franciscans can have it, walking sure. in between two warring tribes of Indians. And uh, here's a picture of him you can see and, um, right there. And he's oh, walking nice. between uh, yeah. two warring tribes of Indians, holding the crucifix high, bringing them to peace, teaching them how to yep. feed themselves and teach them about Christ. And uh, so he's one of our patrons. His his human death anniversary is coming up on August 6th. And August 6th, okay. um, it's actually, uh, I believe that's um, it's a Sunday, and it's also a major feast day for us in, um, that it's also the Transfiguration of the Lord this year. Right. But another person you might know, and certainly Guadalupe Radio Network listeners will know, uh, Bishop John W. Yanta, oh, yeah. who died last year on August 6th. That's his also his anniversary wow. of, de- of human death. So we have two great priests who uh, their memorial memorials are August 6th. And so they're, wow. and, um, so we immediately adopted uh, Bishop Yanta as one of our patrons. Right. He had already been a spiritual advisor to, uh, to San Antonio Family Association. And uh, so we just took that over to the next level where he's now one of, one of our patrons. And then Father Anthony Marhill, as soon as we, in 2011, when we formed the St. Anthony uh, Family Association, with obviously St. Anthony, the patron of San Antonio, we took him on, but also the patron and apostle of Texas, Father Anthony Marhill, and now Bishop wow. John W. Yonta. Both of them celebrate. We, cel- we will celebrate August 6th. So let's pray this for the repose of sure. both their souls and their intercession in our lives. 
and and it's um goes like this. This well, actually prayer, the, this prayer the this prayer is attributed to is, this prayer is attributed to Archbishop Patricio Flores, by the way, for a personal prelature in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. As we ask for the one triune God to to bless us and encourage us. O Lord Jesus Christ, your apostle Antonio Marhill left his homeland to bring the gospel of salvation to the, to the people of Mexico, Texas, and Louisiana. He endured every hardship and pain for love of you. May he graciously deign to reward your servant Marhill by hasten the day when he will be raised the honor of blessed and saint, as well as Bishop John W. Yanta. We ask that Venerable Father Anthony Marhill and Bishop John W. Yanta to intercede for us before you, God our Father, by answering this request of helping the Guadalupe Radio Network to continue to be a beacon of light and a radio for the soul of people and for the San Antonio Family Association to be able to, to be faithful and fruitful in being, uh, pro- protecting, defending, and promoting the family in the city of St. Anthony, Bear County, in the state of Texas. And we ask for them uh, to faithfully persevere, to, for safe to pers- faithfully persevere in Guadalupe Radio Network to persevere in our missions and put good intentions into good actions, glorifying, God, glorifying you, Lord, and spreading your good news in, in and around all the city of St. Anthony throughout the state of Texas and throughout the United States that will help bear fruit that will last. We ask this to your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The prayer continues, actually. Oh, Father Antonio Marhill, you who dedicated your life to expand the Catholic faith in these lands of Central North America, look upon us now in this terrible crisis that ravages the church. Help us preserve and the treasure of our faith and give us a strength similar to yours to combat the enemies of the Catholic name inside and outside the church. And for the special intention to help the Guadalupe Radio Network and the San Antonio Family Association to faithfully and fruitfully protect, defend, and promote the family and educate on it so we can rebuild a new culture of life, freedom and responsibility, marriage and family, and help our public officials be empowered, encouraged, desire to fulfill their duty to protect life, liberty, freedom of speech, religion, conscience, legitimate defense, and acknowledge and uphold the true nature of marriage and the family, to protect and foster them to safeguard public morality and promote domestic prosperity in the city of St. Anthony and throughout Bear County and the state of Texas so that each person can pursue actual happiness and we may have human flourishing. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ and through him. Amen. Amen. Venerable Father Anthony Marhill, pray, pray for, us. for us. Bishop John W. Anta, pray, pray for, for us. us. Now, Patrick, before we get into, you know, the events, I'm on your webpage here and I'm looking at, uh, you know, you got San Antonio March and Rally for Life. You got the Life Chain essay and you've got, of course, a dove hunt listed on here. But what I really want to know is, you know, for the listeners out there is how did San Antonio Family Association begin? Give us a little history of, you know, your involvement of the founders of, you know, the basic principles that you founded uh, SAFA by and, you know, just a little bit of history, I guess. Absolutely. Thank you and for asking that question because it has everything to do with what we do as an apostolate in June, basically June 13th of uh, 2011. The city of San Antonio had funded what's called the San Antonio Little Theater that operated out of the San Pedro Playhouse. I remember. To, to put on a play called the Corpus Christi Play, a Terrence McNally production that portrayed Jesus and his disciples as promiscuous homosexuals with lewd sex acts happening to the man playing Jesus while he's hanging on the cross. Oof. And it's in a public theater called San Pedro Playhouse in the city of St. Anthony. So we responded and um, we responded and had about 400 people there the first night. We continued praying on our knees uh, for all these people that are attending right. uh, for the next 17 days, for a total of 17 days. And so that was the, con- that was the genesis, as I say, the conception of San Antonio Family Association that uh, we then had a birth because we celebrate August 6th as our birth. It was a short, con- right. it's a short, short gestation. And, uh, but that's how we started in uh, 17 days of prayer. 
and and then we went into the budget, the city, the city's budget on the culture of arts, which took us to September fifteenth, twenty eleven, where they where the city of San Antonio did the, for the first time uh, pass where well, they increased the funding of Twisted Arts, and uh, then they uh, increased the funding of of um, un, unplanned pregnancy services, code word for abortion right. and everything abortion related services, and third for the first time the city of San Antonio. Um, it was the first vote to ever undermine marriage officially. They passed in the budget was domestic partner benefits for city employees, promoting co- uh, cohabitation. And we know that cohabitation, whether heterosexual, homosexual, whichever, but as far as heterosexual, cohabitation impacts marriages because they have a much 15% greater likelihood of civil divorce if they live together before they're married. And we know there's all sorts of uh, spiritual and and, um, moral issues with that, but just on a secular level. And so that took us head, uh, head deep into issue after issue that were impacting the family in all facets of it right. to last year, uh, actually earlier this year, um, in May of this year, we helped defeat San Antonio Family Association, one of the three major organizations to help defeat uh, the Proposition A, which was a proposition that, that promoted abortion, the legalization of abortion here that citywide. Huge, yeah. And and uh, many other other issues. There was five other major issues of it, but that, that was one of the, that was really the, the primary issue. And uh, so we helped defeat that to keep Texas, to keep San Antonio from, from uh, educated San Antonians to vote against that. And so that was a major victory. But sure. pr- last year, they actually, the city council actually passed an abortion resolution adopting, uh, promoting abortion as legal in the city of San Antonio that, that Proposition A was built on. We fought that as well. We fought many different battles that we don't have time to go into today. But, but the, that we got into uh, this group, we created this group of apostolate to defend the honor of our Lord in uh, 2011, June of 2011, June 13th, and because uh, he was being blasphemed, and it was heresy that they were promoting, and scandalous. And so for those three reasons, we responded, right. and by the will of the Holy Spirit, and we're still here fighting today. We're going to have our 12th annual uh, charity dove hunt to help benefit the Guadalupe Radio Network and support San Antonio Family Association. Oh, I love it. And we have uh, officially changed the name of uh, that dove hunt to the Bishop John W. Yonta Memorial Dove Hunt. And so it's a two-title name. Yeah. And, and uh, so Bishop John and I had uh, many different conversations about uh, what the direction he'd like to see us go, especially with the dove hunt, because in, we, uh, as, a, as a committee and as a board, we talked about it many times about how important it is to give priests and seminarians and experience, outdoor experience, because right. so much of it's just the way of life today. My children don't have the same opportunities I had to go outdoors. One, because I live in San Antonio, not in my hometown of Goliad, uh, where I could go to the ranch every day. Right. And so just the outdoor experiences are much more limited for everybody. But, but we wanted to give seminarians and priests an opportunity to go outdoors, to have a good, wholesome, fraternal activity. They could come as our guests. We do get sponsorships for them. And I was going to ask people. you about sponsors. Yes, yeah. yes, we want to do that. And uh, so we need sponsorships for them, but we, we invite them for, for as our guests. We'll go get their license with them. Right. Uh, we'll get them uh, ammunition. We'll loan them guns and, and everything. So we, it's a, it's, it's a, it so makes it easy on them. You don't have to have a gun to go out there and participate. You, you don't. You've obviously can provide that and the ammo. We, we, for the priests and seminarians, we do. And seminarians, yeah. And we, if, uh, we, but we loan guns to, to fathers and sons, to fathers and daughters, uh, families that come right. out as well. Uh, bring your own ammunition. We do bring some that people can donate for at the hunt. Right. And, um, 
but uh, there are some uh, available loaner guns that we just came from come from us personally. But we have some loaner guns for the priests and seminarians as well. So they they don't have to do anything other than go get their license, which we'll pay for. And sure. uh, and a lot of times I accompany them to go get their license so that they they know how to do it. They feel comfortable doing it, even though it's easy to be done. And so we want to give these seminarians and priests a good, wholesome, fraternal out, outdoor activity that they can mm-hmm. do. They can let their guard down. They can be with people who love the outdoors, who love the faith, who right. love their family and want to have this good, this good experience with them. Because one of the best things about it is we start the day on September 4th. So we have the, the opening day dove hunt, which may focus on the morning, on the opening morning. Right. We have mass, lunch, and, a, and an afternoon hunt as well. But September, Labor Day, September 4th, we will actually we will have mass first. And mass what time be, is that mass? And let's say twelve thirty. To okay. be, it usually floats between twelve and twelve thirty. Twelve thirty to be sure. safe. And sure. And then we give time to have lunch. We have social time, and then uh, we'll have a hunter safety course. And then we'll go out and hunt, and come back and and uh, have a short speech with a steak dinner, and then uh, everybody will go home and for the next year. But and then that time we have a raffle and everything like that. But the best thing about it is that Labor Day, September fourth. We're having mass, and here these doves are flying by our <laughs> by by the pavilion, yeah. and it's getting you excited. But you're focused on you got these very very reverent priests, telling me a reverent mass, sure. and seminarians assisting, and then um, you, we go from there, and you go out into the field and to hunt, and you hear see these these men who are right. celebrating a very reverent mass go out and they be regular men, and so it's really a, a super trifecta because you not know, only is a good experience for them, but our children get to see. What it is oh, to be a priest or yeah. a seminarian, and the, and particularly a priest to, to then go out in the field and see them. Oh, well, maybe this is a life I I could entertain. Right. Maybe I'll think about being a priest myself because a lot of times they go, they see priest on a pedestal, and they go, well, I can never be one of those. Now I know who I. But actually, they see them as ordinary in, individuals who are right. who are called who have a calling, and maybe that opens their mind, their sure. heart. To, to doing the same, and that's what we really want. And then for us parents, we get to we get to see that uh, all that happen, all that, and that experience. And then on on top of that, people are asking priests before mass, after mass, by a hay bale, by a tree. Will you hear, Father? Will you hear my confession? And wow. so, Padre, will you hear my confession? And we got priests that that take their stoles out with them. They take it out of their pocket, put their stole mm-hmm. on, put their gun down, and they that's hear amazing. they hear that's the confession. Cool. It's just incredible experience wow. to see this going on, and and you just can't take it in. I wish you had you could you could videotape and get, gather it, but you can't. We've got some good pictures of people going to confession, but maybe stay obviously from a, from a distance, right? But right. but it's really incredible to see. The, re- the, de- the devotion of, of these Catholic Christians that come out and want to be outdoors with their family and friends, uh, all for a good cause for the San Antonio Family Association and Guadalupe Radio Network, and then to top it off to, to receive the sacraments. Yeah, and I did see on your website a lot of fathers, sons. I'd like to see some mother-daughters out there. It would be great. As well. that, that is, this is open to everybody, am I right, Patrick? Yeah, I mean, it is. We want mothers and daughters. We want fathers and daughters. We absolutely. want mothers and sons. We want the whole family to come out. And uh, we typically have, uh, last year we had 100 hunters, and uh, we have somewhere between 80 and 100 hunters every year. And so that's a good number we have. Wow. So we got, we got room for that. Turnout. And then we can have more room for the dinner. And we'll have a great speaker. I'm, I'm trying to line up, uh, finalize that. I might actually put him on the spot right now and uh, ask that um, Lynn Oswald be our, be our keynote oh, speaker. On the, wow. on the Maybe he's listening out, out in West Texas or New Mexico, wherever his property is, and, um, the, uh, and ask Lynn right now publicly, Lynn, will you come be our keynote speaker? Because we want to get a short history of the Guadalupe Radio Network and how you, you and, and – um, 
your counter, your colleagues, oh, Toya too. And Toya, yeah. Uh, when Toya came out last year, and, and her and her husband Patrick, and uh, had a or two years ago, I think, would love to have them come back and maybe even do a, a duo between Toya and Lynn, and they have a little uh, ten. 10 I think that's where you want to go with this, yeah, because it could be a great and give the background history of sure. why they, how, and why they started Guadalupe Radio Network La Promesa, and and make it relevant to all those because people that are coming out not only. Uh, are practicing Catholics. Um, some might not be. We've had some other people come uh, that aren't. Which, but where that's the intent is to help introduce them to the fullness of faith and yes. the fullness of truth. And it's it's worked. It's done some great wonders. But at the same time, uh, to have a good experience. But these people that help on the committee uh, for the Safe and Dove Hunt Committee come out because they love Guadalupe Radio Network too. Absolutely. And, and so I, I try to get the uh, the history of Guadalupe Radio Network out there. Like, you know, I, I, family and friends, I tell them this, you know, this whole process started back in 2000 in Midland. KLPF stands for La Promesa Foundation. And so, you know, when I tell people that, they're like, wow, I didn't know there was so much history of the GRN. I said, it, it's huge. I, we're one, if not the biggest EWTN uh, station. I mean, there, there's a lot that got, that's what I'm saying. If you have, uh, both, both Toy and Len, that would be awesome. And like you said, you're, you're inviting them now. And- I am officially inviting <laughs> Lynn and Toya. And I want, I got it. Toya's been kind enough to bring her, her husband, Patrick, and they had a good time. Yeah. Invite them, come back. Yeah. But I, I need Lynn, Lynn Oswald to come out and join us and, and to have the whole GR in town. We might even get that guy from Dallas to come back again. And, um, uh, that, uh, he, oh, yeah. he, he finally made it down, Dave. You finally <laughs> made it down and, and, uh, Stood up and held up, held you up to your word, lived up your word, and uh, but it only took you eleven years. So the twelfth year, <laughs> yeah. maybe we get the whole GRN team down and uh, to do it across the nation and and to to have an incredible event to hear about the history of Guadalupe Radio Network, why La Promesa was started and how it's impacting people's lives and and it is the largest I've heard EWTN say it's it the is, largest yeah. affiliate yeah and yeah. and uh, with a great the great work there that Apostle is doing. Well, you know, Richard, Sean, myself probably Mario, we're all going to be there. So this is going to be a great event. And I'm looking forward to it. We, I've talked to Sean about the event and uh, I think last year he said he bagged two of them and that was it. Well, we'll have to work on his shooting ability. (laughs) And, and, uh, so, uh, I, I love Sean, and, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take him to the range. We've talked about having, and we need to do it, um, we've talked about having a warm-up shoot at San Antonio Gun Club. Yeah, a little and we, skeet we, shooting, and, yeah. Uh, which have to survive the 100-plus degree, degree weather, which will be a good prep for that, Tim, because it'll be 100 degrees out there then, too. Oh, it's going to be hot, Patrick. And so you'll want a shade tree or something like that and, and right. uh, something to be in. Uh, but it'll, it's an incredible day. It'll be the 12th year. It's a char- charity dove hunt where not only do you – have a good opportunity for a family experience, but also uh-huh. a sacramental experience. And so that's why I say it's a super trifecta uh, of that. It is. And uh, our committee has been incredible uh, to do that. We have our raffle tickets that are coming out. They're being printed right yeah, now. Yeah, tell us about that. And so the raffle tickets, we're going to have all sorts of, um, mostly, so in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, I don't have, the, I don't, I can look it up real quick uh, and read it to you. One of the most important things about, um, our faith is knowing that our faith is a three-legged stool. And that three-legged stool, right. one of those legs, as we know, uh, sacred scripture and sacred tradition, but also the sacred magisterial teaching of the church, and that's represented in the catechism. And in doing that, the, uh, the catechism, the church actually has to talk about legitimate defense. And if I can pull it up real quick, um, I'll, I'll read it to you. Sure. But legitimate defense is where the, 
the family, a person has the right to defend themselves. And a father, as a protector, leader, and provider, mm-hmm. uh, is has a duty to protect his family. And and um, in doing that, the church has great words of of encouragement for that, and and to um, be able to live that out. So, in Chapter Two, Catechism of the Catholic Church, Part Three, Section Two, Chapter Two, Article Five, legitimate defense can be not only a right but a grave duty for one who is responsible for the lives of others. The defense of the common good requires that an unjust aggressor be rendered unable to cause harm. For this reason, those who legitimately hold authority also have the right to use arms to repel aggressors against the civil community entrusted to their responsibility. That's Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2265. And how important it is that we sure. remember um, that the Crusaders War that just happened 100 years ago, that was started as an apostolate and by people defending themselves from, an, right. from a tyrannical government who shut down and we couldn't live our faith outside the four walls of a church. And even then, they, they, they went in and persecuted them. And so without proper munitions, they would never have won and defeated the, the government so that they could right. have their rights and protect their family and friends. So I like to remind people the Crusaders War just happened just south of us in Mexico. Sure. And how important, just 100 years ago, and how important it is that we not only be able to uh, keep and bear arms, our Second Amendment, but also to know how to use them and, and do that and that training. Right, so we put on right. training. Uh, usually every third Saturday of every month, we do a license and carry class. We're going to have a tactical class here soon. We're going to announce. But um, how important it is for that. So based on that legitimate defense, there are a lot of guns on our raffle. And, and gotcha. uh, from that standpoint. I saw so, that. Yeah. yeah. And so they go everywhere from uh, shotguns. And so you could use out in the field mm-hmm. and for that, but also uh, personal and self-defense. And also um, that you could use uh, uh, semi-automatic uh, re- uh, repeating rifles out, out in the field. So you're sure. going to find all that on there. They're great, unique prices. There's a, one, there's a pistol in there, especially for women. And uh, so, so men, you can buy some tickets, one or six or 12 or 48 tickets for uh, your, your wife and uh, be a great pistol for her to have for her own self-defense. And just for more information, uh, listeners can go to San Antonio Family Association. Dot com is That's that great. right, Patrick? And, and I guess it is there where they can find information, look at the pictures. Patrick, thank you for coming in today. I really appreciate you in our conversation. I also want to thank Kristen Rumfield for coming in. And uh, God bless everybody out there. Have a wonderful week, and thank you. Thank you so much. Adios. God bless. All right. Were you um, were you recording? Fullness of Truth invites you to explore the miraculous while attending their exciting 17th annual Catholic Family Summer Conference at the newly renovated, family-friendly Hyatt Hill Country Resort and Spa. This year's intriguing theme is "Miracles Do Happen." grasping Catholicism supernatural treasures and will be held August 18th through the 20th. For more information, visit fullnessoftruth.org. That's fullnessoftruth.org. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into the suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. 
Go to LordTeachMePray.com and click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. This is a Messy Family Minute from Mike and Alicia Hernan. Many people, especially young people in our culture today, are feeling fragmented and lost. They don't know who they are or where they belong. We can see this in an extreme form in the identity politics in our culture today. Without a strong family identity, people see connection and belonging in other places. It's the job of parents to give their children their identity and their mission. Families do this through their individual family culture. Your family culture, which includes daily routines as well as traditions, ultimately communicates a deep sense of belonging for your children. This sense of belonging as well as identity is essential for each person's feeling of worthiness and healthy human development. Having this security enables a person to engage with the world wholeheartedly and ready to love. Our identity shouldn't come from whatever social group we are part of, but instead from the fact that we all come from a family, our family on earth and our family in heaven. For more resources on building your family culture, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.